Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Hi, I'm Mike Kapler. Joel Berizaki is with me again, and we welcome you to our program, Growing in Grace. Now, we take close to 15 minutes here to uh, just uh, kind of kick back and, and have an informal time of of discussion. This is sort of like just coming on into the living room, uh, relax, you know, uh, put the recliner up if you want to. Let's just wrap with each other. Let's just uh, have have a, uh, like I said, an informal conversation where we can just kind of talk and build one another up and, and hopefully learn something new maybe along the way about how we can apply God's love and grace to our lives. Well, Mike, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, the, the conversation never gets dull between us. I mean, I, we were just chatting after finishing recording our last show that sometimes we get into, you know, maybe six or seven minutes of the show and we think, man, how are we going to finish this out? And then before you know it, the 15 minutes is up and it's just been a good time. And so that's that's what we're here. That's what we're here for. Uh, it's, it's kind of informal. I mean, we don't spend hours and hours uh, of time preparing <laughs> for this and sometimes perhaps that shows uh but we just like to talk we just like to talk together about this grace stuff and and we're glad you've joined us this week well like i've always said joel when there's nothing left to be said you're still saying it <laughs> i don't know what that means well there's been times so that I, I, I stopped recording and you just kept going i hung up and everything i don't know how long you kept talking but well, in uh, fact when we just started recording here i was still talking from last time <laughs> in Romans, uh, well, maybe a little bit of Romans 13, but uh, Romans 14, uh, where we were talking about uh, one might be weaker in faith, but it also uh, gave some ad- admonishment to those who have grown more in, in the grace and the freedom that they have in Christ. I think back to into Galatians, Joel, where Paul said, you know, don't, don't use your liberty uh, don't use your, and now I can't remember what the, the verse is quoted in the King James, but be careful about using your liberty uh, to, to cause somebody else to stumble. Don't use it as a, uh, don't, don't use your freedom in Christ in the wrong way. And I think here in Romans 14, receive one. We talked a lot about the one who's weaker in faith and some examples of what that might be, but receive that one who's weaker in faith. I think we kind of ended the show, Joel, with a friend of mine who was dating a girl. He was kind of astonished because they were both Christians obviously came from different backgrounds because he was astonished that she thought it was okay to go shopping on Sundays. See, because this friend of mine just kind of put Sundays up on a higher pedestal, and Paul talks about that. He said some will, will hold one day above another. Uh, somebody else will treat all, all days the same. Well, Paul said, let each be fully convinced in his own mind. Uh, he who observes the day observes it to the Lord, and he who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it. Uh, and then he, he talks about different foods that some might think are wrong, especially back in Paul's day, um, while others might think, you know, I can I can have that. I'm, I'm free in Christ. I don't have any, any trouble with it. But being careful not to cause another person to stumble in the process can be a, a tricky thing. Paul went on later in, in Romans 14, Joel, to say, uh, I know and am convinced by the Lord Jesus, that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him who consider, considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. Yeah, and that's that's really what it's all about. I mean, uh, one thing that, that hopefully the Grace Walk will do for, 
for each of us is, is to help us to not stand in, in such uh, judgmentalism and condemnation of people who don't see things the way that we do. I've said before, we've probably said it before on this show, that we can be awfully legalistic about our grace, uh, about our freedom, and about what the Lord has done in our lives. I, I know even before I was into the much into the grace walk, there was so much that God had done in my life in such a short time. And I just expected everybody uh, to start seeing it my way. I'd gone through all these changes, and I couldn't understand for the life of me why other people didn't see things my way. I kind of uh, I had a, a little house uh, to myself. I threw out my TV, uh, and I just couldn't understand why other Christians would uh, spend so much time watching TV. It was just um, not a good thing in my mind. Uh, but the Grace Walk has definitely opened me up to, to understanding that, uh, that we're all where we're at, and, and God is the one who's in charge. God is the one who's got our lives in his hands. He's able to make my brothers and sisters in Christ who don't see things my way, he's able to make them stand. He's able to, it's his righteousness and it's his life in them uh, that gives them all that they need for godliness. It's not my judgmentalism against them. It's not how I think they should be living. It's how God is working in their lives and he's he's able to do it fully. Yeah, um, and I think you're right. I, I know people who came into the grace walk, so to speak, and uh, they aren't even in church today because they, they would get so frustrated with some of the things that were either, either being talked about from the pulpit or just, you know, the, the, the concept that had certain traces of legalism in the, in the church. And look, you know, I, I get frustrated with some of that, too. And, and we're all in different places here, but uh, I know some people who would get so uh, upset because the pastor said something legalistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, well, you know, sometimes I, I get rubbed that way, too. Um, not that I know everything, but I, I know, I think, oh, God, why did they say that, you know? I, I know this guy believes in grace. Why did he say that um, at different churches I've been at? I understand that. But to, to just walk away and say, well, I'm not going to be a part of this anymore because this isn't right. We, we're, we're free. We're under grace. And so I'm not sure what kind of an example. And certainly they're free not to go to church, but I'm not sure what kind of an example that sets. Is, is that really the kind of thing that Paul was encouraging, uh, encouraging us about here in, in Romans 13 and 14? Yeah, and uh, I was I can't remember uh, what where I was reading this, but you know I, I was reading I think it was somebody that was talking about Frank Friedman, who also um, has uh, a lot of Grace Walk radio listeners know who Frank Friedman is. Uh, something about that we can our fellowship in Christ isn't based upon us, and I'm just using my own words to describe what I got out of this. Um, but our fellowship with other people in Christ isn't based upon us all seeing things the same way. It's based upon the fact that God is in us, that Jesus Christ, the same Jesus Christ, is is in us. And so whether we all see things the same way or not, we can still have fellowship with each other. We can still look at each other with love and not with disdain just because people don't see things our way. In fact, I've been involved in an online conversation with somebody who... Um, really enjoys various liturgical practices, you know, litur- liturgy in the church, uh, talking about the Eucharist, talking about uh, communion and certain aspects of of uh, various rituals that go on in the church. He says that he these things really help to remind him of who he is in Christ, and, and he has a really 
uh, deep, uh, intimate time uh, in these experiences in his relationship with God. These these various practices help him uh, in his walk with Christ. I am kind of the opposite. I really don't enjoy those things. My times of intimacy with my father, uh, they come really a lot of times out of the unexpected, in, in unexpected places, when I'm driving in my van at work or whatever. I, I'm the type of person that is basically, in short, turned off by liturgy. But the thing is, neither one of us really looks down on the other for, for where we're at. It's just that we have a different point of view. We we look at things a little bit differently, but it's the same Jesus who's leading us and guiding us in our lives. And so we can have a mutual respect for each where each other stands. We can pray for each other, and we can just allow each other to be who God has made us to be because he's the one that's going to make us stand. Yeah, and that's why sometimes you've got so many different kinds of churches, not just different denominations, but sometimes a lot of different divisions within a denomination, and and it could be because of uh, theological views uh, on certain things, or it could be just because even the the, the style of, of worship or the way that things are done, we, we all might get together and sing songs every Sunday, but there might be different kinds of songs, there might be different ways that people express themselves, and and so, you know, being able to accept, I think, that the differences that we have, whether we always agree with each other or not, being able to accept some of that um, doesn't mean you have to agree, doesn't mean you have to, uh, you know, endorse what everybody believes to be, you know, we don't have to be the same on everything, but understanding that we're all one in Christ and that a lot of these things that, uh, well, I hate to say they divide us, but sometimes they do, some of these things that we have different views on or different ways of doing things, most of the time they they don't mean diddly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if we can even... Realize that. I, I know to some people they, they hold some traditions very dear to their heart. And that's how they can relate to God is through some of that stuff. I'm, I'm a little bit more like you, Joel. I, I just, I like to, I just like to catch God in, in the stride of my life. Whatever's going on in my day, I can relate to God uh, in that way. Well, um, I remember you, I remember you saying one time, uh, you might have even said it on our show before, but I actually I've heard you say this several times, uh, about worship. A lot of people like to raise their hands in worship, and it's not that you or I don't raise our hands, but some t- you, I remember you saying that sometimes the best times of worship for you have been with your hands in your pockets, and it's just been you and the Lord, and 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 other people might not understand why in the world isn't he raising his? How could he have his hands in his pocket and be worshiping and be worshiping the Lord? But that's just the, that's just the differences between between people. Some people really have that desire and love raising their hands before the Lord. In fact, they would. some people call it the biblical command because you see it in the Psalms and you see it various places, raise your hands to the Lord. Uh, other people don't see that as a command but see it as just uh, David or whoever was writing it saying that's a good thing to do. But no matter which way we look at it, we're all one in Christ and we're still worshiping the same God. Yeah, I've been in churches where things have been very quiet and nobody raises their hands, and I've been in churches that are very expressive, and, you know, you hear people swinging from chandeliers and that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm kind of half-joking there, but uh, where every, everybody might be raising their hands there. And In fact, at times I've, I've been in a service where they were so expressive, they, they kind of made you feel like you weren't uh, really worshiping if, if your hands weren't raised. and uh, Or if the song said, raise your hands, and everybody would kind of raise their hands. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a lot of people did it just because the song said to do it, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, 
I just like doing things from my heart. Right. If I want to do it, I'll do it. I don't want to do it just for the sake of doing it or because other people think it's the right thing to do. I need to do it for me. At the same time, going back to Romans 14, being sensitive to those around me who might be weaker in faith regarding a certain situation, a certain issue. Um, like my friend who didn't think it was good to shop on Sundays, I didn't jump on him about that. I didn't say, well, it's perfectly fine. The Bible says one day is the same as another. And I, I didn't give him all that stuff. Yeah. There was no need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's that's just that's just where he's at in his walk with the Lord, and he's a good brother. Uh, he didn't need me disagreeing with him. I, I, I just I try to avoid situations uh, of divisiveness if I can do that. Yeah, and all of this said, uh, with just about you know half a minute left or so, not that there can't be a time for disagreements and you know telling somebody you know what and having discussions with other people that that's not really. Uh, that you can really express what you believe. You know, it's not that there can't be times like that. I remember Paul and Barnabas. There's a place where they they disagreed so much that they parted ways. And so it's not that there can't be times for that. But we're talking about just in general, we can get so divisive, even as even as grace people, we can get so divisive with other people just because they don't see things the same way. And we're just kind of talking today about that we don't necessarily have to be like that. In fact. Uh, Paul here in Romans is saying, let's let's not judge each other uh, for the way that they view things and the way they live their live their lives, just because they're they're different in the way we see things. Well, Cap, you want to end up today? Well, yeah, you, you wrapped it up real well, Joel. So uh, we appreciate you listening. I hope you'll tune in next time for more Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kepler and Joel Barizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.